Cast. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Music. Music. Horror. Horror. Subculture. And overall bad Welcome, Welcome to Kettle, to Kettle Whistle, Whistle Radio. Radio. With your hosts, your hosts Dave, Dave and Sean. Morning, folks, friends, and fiends. I am the definition of ailment. Yes, I'm stuffy again. What do you want from me? Uh, we have a author coming on here very shortly, Shannon Reaper Seacrest. Uh, she interviewed me actually, and um, lovely, lovely, lovely girl. And uh, we're gonna get into her and her stuff and how she supports other writers. Uh, so writers out there, pay attention. Yeah, like now. So anyway, um, first. We're going to get into my friend Jess Weary. Uh, we're going to listen to Amy Dearest. Phenomenal tune. And she plays this live. Jess Weary is, of course, the muse for her, or well, for our uh, comic book, Dr. Peeler, Demon Psychiatrist. Um, done. The art is done by her father, Robert Hoagland. And she is Jess Weary. I'm Dave Fairhead. And uh, hopefully you check it out. You can find it. Uh, go to Burning Bulb publishing.com and uh any further notice we'll let you know because issue two is coming out soon but yes so shannon reber seacrest coming up right now on kettle whistle radio you will enjoy her she's lovely and charming and thank you so much for listening even when i'm stuffy
yummy. Dude, it's dirty chai, so it's got espresso in it as well. Okay, now I'm recording because you said dirty chai. Oh! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> folks, friends, it's and so fiends. Dirty. Yeah, and she, she's so dirty. <laughs> folks, friends, and fiends. Um, Shannon Reber Seacrest, correct? Well done. Most people uh, mis- mispronounce Seacrest. No, I, I mispronounce everything at the start of every show. We discussed that, actually. I, I, we did, yes, because I mispronounced your name. That's all right. I, I don't care. <laughs> I, it, it goes without saying. I'm sorry. I do not have my camera going because I'm ugly. So I don't like to... Again, I have a face for radio. Oh, whatever. <laughs> She's lovely. Dude. And there she is. No, actually, I have a new system going on here. So I'm interchanging some um, hardware, we'll say. And um, I'm not happy with some things I've, I, well, purchased. Another thing, I, I, I'm going to be interchanging. But uh, okay. Shannon, do you go by Shannon Reber or Shannon Reber Seacrest as your writing name or married name, everything name? <sighs> okay, I, I write under Shannon Reber. Um, I do business usually under Shannon Reber, but most people know me as Shannon Seacrest. So Reber is what everybody in the writing community knows me as. Okay. So Reber. It's so my maiden name. My husband asked me not to use his name. <laughs> well, that's interesting. I, I asked my wife to not use my name so that she wouldn't be implicated in all kinds of weird yes, situations. Yes, 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 exactly. Yeah, but, but she still accepts it, and that's on her at this point. Yes, precisely. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, before we had you on, we were listening to Amy Adiris by Jess Weary. I highly recommend Jess Weary to all your listeners. And uh, after you listen to the song... Hit up uh, Celebration of Spirits with Jess Weary and her dad, Robert Hoagland, who is my artist. And I'm getting to an apology that I owe you. Uh, the artist in my comic book that I'm doing with Jess. And um, hey. listen, I am so sorry. I, 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 re- I re-listened to myself, and uh, <laughs> you interviewing me. I am not the narcissistic piece of crap that I came across as that day. Uh, you Are ca- you kidding? You, no, you, not no, at no. all. You caught me on a good day, and uh, it's been a long time since somebody interviewed me. <laughs> and I realized, Jesus, this is why I interview, and I should never be interviewed. Um, that is so not true. Seriously, it was a, it was such a craptastic interview. I mean, I had the lady coming in. I had the... Uh, there were so many mistakes. I missed... Pr- I misspoke your last name. So you were so not a narcissistic piece of crap. And my friend, uh, my friend from the South, who uh, is my biggest supporter, um, he he really enjoyed your interview. And, oh, God. Uh, he I'm, said that, I tell him I'm oh, sorry. Oh, shut up. Come All on, right. dude. I'll take, I thought it was I'll, awesome. take, I'll take shut up from you. <laughs> Very few, very few people can say that to me, um, and oh, really? I'll accept. No, 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 they all can. I'm wide open for shut oh, up. Oh, okay, okay. I need to be shut up. <laughs> anyway, kid. Well, my my point my point was you really did a good job, and you were not narcissistic. So. Oh, all right. Well, thank you. You're very nice, very sweet. Um, <laughs> oh, until I'm not. Uh, okay. Ooh. Oh, is that the Irish in you? Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, there it is, and I, I love it. Yeah, you, you requested some Irish music. Um, we, uh, yeah. We have it. Um, i got to see what i got in stock to play in the background here. But, okay. Um, with this show, I get in, in – I cannot say this word in, – inundated, inundated. 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 It's yes. a word, one of those words I can't say. Okay. But I get inundated, inundated, inundated. Inundated. Thank you. <laughs> With bands and music, and oh. I have to go through these, these catalogs, and it's all good stuff. It's not yeah, all yeah. great. It's not 
all terrible, but it's all good, <laughs> moderate, and then some things are amazing. And so I like to fit it with the person I'm talking to, and that's why I like to ask you like what you're listening to these days. Okay, and, okay. Um, but anyway, so last we talked, now you're a supporter of writers, but you're also yeah. a writer, you're an author of Through the Dragon's Heart is your latest? Yes. Hey, you looked it up. Yeah, you. Well, it sounds like something I I would read. That's why. Oh, yes. Uh, It's, um, let's see, probably 20 years ago or so, I wrote this book, and it sucked so bad. Um, But I was, uh, I just randomly decided to uh, look at it again a couple years ago, and I decided that, yes, the writing was terrible, but the story was kind of cool. I love it. No, no, no. I I totally understand. I think you're reaching out to every writer right now that revisits something. The story's good. Oh, my God. I can't read what I did. (laughs) Well, I I had done, like, stupid newbie things like, you know, putting uh, quotation marks in the wrong place or not putting – not putting – uh, punctuation inside quotation marks. No idea where I got the idea from. <laughs> but yeah, so once I fixed those problems and uh, found that Irish mythology was uh, where I wanted to go with it, it was it it was exactly what the story needed and what it needed to be. How creepy cool, because Irish mythology is very creepy. I know, it so is. Their fairies are not our fairies. Amen, brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'll be watching you closely. Uh, so explain. <laughs> <That's scary. laughs> okay, well, yeah, we're already there. Um, so through the dragon's heart. Yeah. Can you explain? And um, I already know where to find it, but explain what yes. it's about. Well, um, okay. So it is a serialized novel, meaning that uh, it's um, the tenth short story in a series of short stories that is in essence a novel see where i went with that i did and i think immediately (laughs) stephen king uh is it the green um what's the novella series six books the green room uh i don't know tom hanks is in the film Okay. But he oh, put out oh, like you mean Green Mile? Green Mile, yeah, thank you. Oh, Where okay, he put okay. like a hundred hundred uh pa- hundred pages per book and he put it out monthly like a comic book. Yeah. Are yeah. you going like that? Or are you going every six months? Kind of. well, um, let's see. Last year uh I put out the first one and then uh the first thing I published this year was book ten. Oh. So I'm I do write fast. Yes, you do. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have no life outside of writing. Uh, so. No, 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 no. Don't belittle yourself. I, I looked up your catalog. You are ah. amazing. And yes, you do write a lot. I really do. But, I mean, my husband is busy. Uh, basically, all I would do uh, if, you know, if I wasn't writing is drink. So I figure I'm keeping myself from drinking too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy there's so many places we can go with this um, yeah <laughs> all right so explain a little bit about this book well series of books well okay the uh the way that it starts out is uh quinlan michaels is the main character she's an air marshal she's awesome i have a girl crush on her um and uh, she, uh, 
she was never adopted, but she was in foster care uh, with one family. So uh, she was eight years old. She doesn't remember uh, her life before uh, she uh, lived with this family. And um, her sisters died, uh, her foster sisters died. And basically she started having dreams about um, another place and other people and horrible things happening to them. And uh, so she finally just decides to start looking into her past to figure out what the heck is wrong with her and why she's having these crazy, horrible dreams. And uh, so she starts searching and uh, Irish mythology comes along. Mm. I can't say any more without actually giving it away, but I've got like, um, I've got a lot of Irish mythology uh, woven through this story. We need more. We need more of that. Um, I, I, I love it. Ethnic influence. I, I, I'm not even sure what's in bookstores these days because bookstores, well, you know. Um, they sell the same story. I swear. So bookstores sell the same story repeatedly. Before we get into your work, because I, <laughs> I do want to get into a little more of your head. Um, oh, boy, that's you, scary. No, nah, I'm not afraid. <laughs> I have absolutely no fear. But uh-huh. what I do have is curiosity, um, how you um, support other writers, including myself. Um, hey. Yeah. What, what's your, don't you have like a place or somewhere they can all go and enjoy? I do. Embrace the writing ritual. Yes, don't, exactly. Tell us well, about um, it. Genres Bookshop, uh, my, my friend and I opened uh, Genres in uh, 2020. Um, basically, it was after the first wave of covid mm. and we were bored and uh, <laughs> we decided to open this bookshop and um it was just going to be a pop-up uh to last until um uh december but uh we went to the ywca and uh you know that was going to be just fine for you know the few months that we wanted to do it and uh then they liked having us there And, um, you know, I'm a woman-owned business, so they were very pleased about uh, supporting my my dream there. So um, they asked me to stay. So once we had a home, um, my writers group just started, uh, we we started meeting. Um, We always meet at the shop. Um, It's, uh, uh, there's, I think... 10 people, but very, very rarely do 10 people show up to a writer's group. But our group, <laughs> um, all, each one of us has a, a book uh, in the shop. So my point in opening genres was to have a place for local authors to sell their books. And uh, that, I mean, we, we, ha- we got used books along the way, but um, yeah the local authors was the point of the shop courageous now, so our courage- local authors i know right very courageous thing and um i understand when you did it and yeah. we're all like what the hell do we do right now um, <laughs> exactly and you that was courageous and you took a huge step i'm sure you're paying some rent <laughs> well actually the the way that they uh did it uh, for us is we couldn't afford the rent that they uh, 
originally asked. Mm. So I asked if they would be willing to let us have the space on commission. And they didn't have a problem with that. Oh, my God. So Where do you live? <laughs> I, I know. It, it's, I mean, small town America. What do you do? Good for you. <laughs> but, I mean, what we give them um, the profits from the used book sales. And then um, uh, the local authors, we give them 25% of uh, every sale that we make. Hey. You, so, I mean, it's... It's a physical brick and mortar store. They can go in yeah. and see their stuff. I always, um, I my joke to myself and and friends that know me, my goal was to get a spine on the shelf. I didn't talk about <laughs> that. Now I think you understand yeah. that when you yeah. look on a shelf, probably like right behind you right now that I see, and you see yeah. your name there with a title like, oh, dude, this is exactly what I plan to do. Yeah. Yes. Cheers. I know. Coffee in the air. Boom. <laughs> Click. Amen, brother. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's different now. Like, we were rock stars 30 years ago, uh, 40 years ago. Now it's like you really <laughs> got to work. You really got to work. And you yeah. did it. You opened up a freaking store. Um, yeah. Uh, I have so many questions about the store, but let's get into you a little bit more here. Um, God, there's so much. Um, <laughs> what started your love of books? Where did that come from was it your love of reading did you want to write them um no I hated I hated English class in high school like I hated everything to do with English class because like I swear teachers if they are not the right teacher they their goal is to perfect without actually encouraging Interesting. And, no, I come from yeah, a family of yeah. teachers. That was well said. And I was ah. seriously sitting here like, oh, God, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> you didn't. Um, no, family of teachers. Yes, yeah. uh, you are correct. You are yeah. correct. If but, they find the right person like yourself, yes. boom. Yeah. See, I had a, all, all my life. Uh, I'm legally blind. Uh, so every book that I read was an audio book. So um, uh, I... I would go to the library and uh, pick up a random book. And, you know, I, I read the first Outlander book, you know, Man on Man Rape uh, mm. book when I was 12. And my mom had no idea that I was listening to something like that because it was just there, there were no real uh, sections right. in the audiobook library. So I listened to that as a 12 year old and I swear it distorted my brain. <laughs> It will, you know, kids. Um, if you're um, if you were around in the '80s, you can go to your library and rent, not even pay for them, but you could take yeah. any amount, limitless amounts of VHSs home. Yeah. Oh, is that coming from oh, me? Here. Yeah, my dogs are on cue right now. Yeah, they're they're cutting me off because I was about to say some rude stuff. Uh, oh but yeah. man! I know. Well, they're part of the show, and I I can't help it. But yeah, so I understand. Yeah. Limitless activity at the library. Bring it home. Yes. Nothing was um, off limits. You could be twelve and rent Alien, you know, mm -hmm. and it was yeah. or the thing, John Carpenter, and it's like <laughs> you should not be watching this. You know, yeah, exactly. Listen, I would apologize for the dogs, but this oh, is like no, um, every other episode. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, the best part is nothing is happening right now. It just oh, don't you love that? They're showing off. <laughs> they're showing off. That's exactly. Jet and Benny. Hey, thanks, kids. Hey. All right. Hey, Hi. that's enough in there. My God. 
All right. And, and then they'll stop forever. Anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Back to the library and renting of things. Yes, yes. Um, oh, yeah. Um, but my mom would also read to me. Uh, so, you know, there there was a limited supply of audiobooks. So I always loved stories, but I hated writing. But I got, uh, my family moved around uh, several times, and um, I was in uh, White Bear Lake, Minnesota, and I had a teacher in 11th grade who, uh, everything that I wrote, he's like, this is good. This is really good. You should really, you should really think about this. You should, you should continue writing. And uh, he was the first person who ever uh, really encouraged me. Nice. And because of mr landy i am a writer nice i i thought you know slacker like me uh i can't do anything right um so kids now you understand uh yeah the dogs have been a part of the show for a long time today they took over and i'm so sorry to my my (laughs) guest here shannon i'm sorry thank god you love dogs they're such pain oh but they only like i know they turn they turned it up a notch today. Yes. Yes, they did. <laughs> anyway. Well, see, in, in my bookshop, it's usually like some random thing falling over. So you have dogs. I have ghosts. Oh. Oh. Well, I, we, didn't, we didn't really talk about that and how much I can help you with that. And um, Yeah, we. I've got a few. Uh, well, got a few friends that could uh, show up. And, uh, well, first of all, ghosts don't like me. If I show up, you'll never have ghosts again. <laughs> And that's so not interesting. But I have you're friends right, that right. uh, it's not interesting. If I show up, they'll they're gone. <laughs> now, friends of mine show up, they'll investigate and do it the right way. And um, ah. yeah, you should we should put you on the radar for that. Hey, yeah. I'm down with that. Yeah, we got it. All right, <laughs> so we were talking about the library, renting videos, underage, renting videos, listening to things that you shouldn't have been listening. Yes, to. shouldn't be listening to. Yes, yes. So go on. <laughs> All right, uh, go on. What what intrigued you the most about hearing things you shouldn't hear? Because that's actually how most artists get started. I know. It really is. Well, uh, that is – what intrigued me most is that I, I grew up in an extremely conservative Christian family. Mm-hmm. Like uh, church three times a week, uh, Sunday school, you know. Uh, three times all a this week. Jet. Wow. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Severe. So I still – I'm still uncomfortable swearing in public. That I tried not to swear on your show because I pick up on that right away, and then I did. And I was like, "Oh no, oh, well. my filthy mouth!" No, same thing. A, I, I was brought up the same way. You couldn't swear yeah. in the house. Thing, yes, exactly, yes. exactly. Like my mom, my mom considered butt and crap swear words. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. So, um, saying ass now, I still feel weird about it, and even though it's a totally normal word and everybody uses it, like. <gasps> Mom wouldn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so going to bring me to my last question for you. I can't do it yet. Um, oh, boy. Okay. So uh, we're talking about your the store, first of all. Um, is there yeah. an offbeat section? Is there a place where it's kind of like uh, taboo to walk into? No, it, it's it's very small. So, so what... um, if, you, if you want taboo, we mostly have that in the free box. <laughs> here you get this for free um exactly what's well, a... it's a small town so we have we have like uh sex how-to uh books oh boy that we're not sure uh 
we're not sure we actually want to have a section section right. for a sex taboo type thing. So, uh, yeah, we put those in the free box so nobody actually has to show them to us. <laughs> so, I have to ask you this. Um, name a title of a book in your store that makes you giggle every time you see it. I'm watching her think. <laughs> see, the the problem the problem is I don't actually see the uh, the title. I see the covers, hmm. and I don't actually know uh, what most of the titles are. But speaking of the covers, the very first donation of used books that we had, um, it was a uh, a big uh, fantasy sci fi guy had died, and uh, his books uh, were donated to us. Oh boy! And one of the books. Uh, the the picture on the cover was a little man riding a penis. Why did I know that you were going to say that? I had no reason to know you were going to say that, but it had to be him riding a penis for it to be funny. Exactly. Well, there there was another there was another one that made me giggle too. It was um. You're the first person to make 60- me say penis on my own show. Twice. Well, hey, this is this is a good thing. I don't think so. <laughs> Moving on. We, we could say Dick. Dick. All right. Dick sounds so much better. Yeah, such an investigator. Amazing investigator, that Dick. Um, we're going somewhere well, else Well, hold right on, now. hold on. There, there, there was one other one that always made me giggle. It was uh, like a... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. An alien in the in the foreground, and then uh, the um, uh, people, two people standing um, in front of the alien, facing him, uh, and it was a robot <laughs> with his arm around a naked lady to cover her uh, bare tuchus. Well, of course, sounds like a of Guns course. and Roses discontinued album cover. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Wow. All right. It hey. Was insane. The books that we got from that donation were absolutely <laughs> insane. We're going to take a quick break here and we're going to listen to The Milkman, not The Dead Milkman, but The Milkman with Gabba Gabba Hay and their, uh, we'll say it's their uh, homage to the Ramones. And it's a lovely song and The Milkman coming up right now. We'll get right back with a Shannon Reber Seacrest. Uh, just Shannon Reber, if you're a reader. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you for listening.
speaking of glory of the morning, um, yeah, so you just heard uh, Gabba Gabba Hey, uh, it's the Milkman, not the dead Milkman, their homage to the Ramones, and a thank you to Peter Noble Productions, and talking to <laughs> Shannon Reaver, author, and she's in a smokescreen right now. Apparently, uh, we came back into a uh, rather... Um, <laughs> arduous situation <laughs> you want to explain uh, no <laughs> how about you explain i'll let you do it all right so the best conversations happen off the air as we know uh doing this show and yeah her her cat farted on her i didn't know cats yeah. farted because i i'm allergic I didn't either until the smell of poo filled the air around my couch and I, he did not poop on the couch I, i'm looking at this pretty girl right now in a cloud of green <laughs> i didn't know it could, i didn't know it could be green <laughs> it, it, well yeah he's he's very he's very handsome though so <laughs> so he gets away with it yeah he you, does he so does. you don't kick him out of the bed for farting exactly. all right so <laughs> audiobooks my friend audiobooks you're into yes. the audiobook oh, situation oh, oh that was scary what what happened now yeah well i don't know something frightened my poor cat so it wasn't his farticles it was it was something outside did you say farticles <laughs> yes <laughs> It, it, it's a joke from my husband from many years ago uh, because he he informed me that uh, anytime you smell something, it's tiny particles of it that are actually uh, going up into your uh, sinus cavity. And I go, yes. You're and saying I... that every time you fart and I smell it, that means that your fart is going into my face. He's like, it's farticles. And you you could actually throw this at him. He gets that from Kevin Smith because Kevin Smith explains that in the Daredevil series that he got to write issues one, I think, through 12. And yes, uh, Daredevil ha or one of them, I, I think Daredevil actually explains that to a counterpart that very scenario you just explained. <laughs> so, yes, your, your husband is a reader of comic books or he really came up with that on his own. He really did come up with it on, on his own. He's a history buff. He's not a comic book guy. Oh, I thought he was. Uh-uh, no. Nope. So you are. I am, yes. Uh, okay, my fault. <laughs> I thought he was. Yeah, okay. we're extremely different people. He's an attorney. He's, uh, he's like, professional and all that boring stuff. I'm... I'm the arty farty uh, nerd of the house. So. Farty being the <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you got a cat that farts. I I just didn't know. I they... have a cat that farts. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm trying. I'm struggling here to get into audiobooks. <laughs> audiobooks, yes, that's so much better than than smelling things. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, 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 smell a book. That, that's something. Oh, else. Yeah, that that would be interesting. No, actually. no, we don't need that genre. <laughs> well, go, for, go for it for me for me the reason that i started the audiobooks is because i've always listened to them so it was like a bucket list type thing i wanted to be able to do one and i didn't think i could until uh somebody else told me that uh you can do them uh through royalty share and uh so because of that um ability through uh acx which is an amazon company um, I can uh, share the royalties to pay the uh, narrator. And uh, it basically made me able to do uh, 
to do some, in my opinion, really good audiobooks. Okay. Um, when you say that, like, do you get to pick who reads it? Yes. Oh. You have, uh, you uh, basically give, you put out a script and a description of the book, and then people will audition for the part. Interesting. So you get, like, yeah. five voicemails, like, hey... What do you think of this, baby? <laughs> like, like how 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 do they like? No, nobody's ever called me baby. <laughs> but how, like, how does that go? Like, uh, you give them like an excerpt to read. Yes, yes, yes. But um, the very first one I did was from my Madison Meyer series, which uh, that uh, takes place in Pittsburgh. Oh, oh. I'm so sorry. The angels are singing. <laughs> yeah, they're in the house. They just don't know they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, poor babies. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, um, so uh, that's uh, the the very first one I did is uh, my most popular book, which is the the girl in white, and um, it was uh, it was a dream come true to be able to do it. And the the chick who narrates them is uh, from Texas, actually, uh, and she. She doesn't have a twang or anything like that. So uh, it's. You did that it, so well. <laughs> well, I am from the South, so it's in my roots. <laughs> well, let's go to the roots. Before you continue, uh, you're from where? I was born in Columbia, Missouri, uh, but my family is from uh, the uh, south, Southern Missouri. So I've got like Oklahoma. Uh, there's a little bit of Arkansas in my in my twang no, when it, it comes out. I recognize because, it. Yeah. It explains a lot. So no, yeah, really, yeah. I'm not joking with you. Uh, um, some of my favorite people are from Missouri, Missouri, oh. Missouri, Missouri, Missouri. Yeah, yeah. my dad and, um, still does that. Yeah, just lovely, lovely people, and Agreed. not unlike the South, where bless your heart means fuck off. Um, <laughs> they don't do that. <laughs> they don't. My my people do not do that. Bless your heart actually means bless your heart. They actually mean it. They really do. <laughs> you hear that? But kids? my grandma means it in a slightly patronizing way. <laughs> like every every time ah, she says ah. it, you're like, okay, I'm fairly certain she just insulted me just a tiny little bit. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> you're feeling she, that. She does mean it, but it's more of a. Uh, it's more of a. Oh, you poor little honey, kind of thing. Or, oh, shug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great giggle as well. All right, yeah, so continue. I do that too much, I know. No, yeah. you don't. No, it's lovely. No. <laughs> well, thank you. So, audiobooks. Audiobooks, yes. Um, yeah, uh, Lauren Rodriguez is my uh, my very first narrator that I hired, and uh, she has done a seriously lovely job. And uh, she, um, I I asked her not to do the Pittsburgh accent because I wanted to make it more, you know, Authentic. from basically wherever. But it does take place in Pittsburgh, and I I did my research, but I did not do it well enough. Because some friends and I went, uh, and I discovered that the area where Madison is from, um, there's no way she could possibly live there. And she's basically in in College Row, <laughs> and it, it it just didn't work out for the story. Hey, he's back. <laughs> I, I, My yeah, farting I, cat is back. I saw the cat tail in your face, <laughs> and I worry about you. <laughs> yes, yes, it's very concerning. So you're. 
is that what was the most proud well the most proud you were about work you did as far as like um finishing a project or projected projects what are you most proud of as far as the writing thing it could be the store it could be your series honestly the audiobooks are my my greatest point of pride because uh i'm like i said i'm legally blind and there's very few um books that i have read recently you know not not there's very few books that i've read that uh have been uh words I do all audiobooks mm. and I am so proud that my books are out there too. When did you realize that you were legally blind that you could not read a book? As a I, writer, I I, I yeah, have to yeah. ask you that. <laughs> I'm an albino. I was I was born this way. Okay. So, and yeah. she the, you were probably fooled by the eye makeup uh, no. cuz I wear a lot of eye makeup. So uh yeah, the the uh, it's just it's the way it is. The lack of melanin pigment in right. my eyes. I, I'm uh, familiar. I, yes. Oh, you are okay. Yes. Congratulations. Yes, I'm yeah, I'm not one, <laughs> but I am familiar. <laughs> and um, okay. And folks, you know what? I'm looking at a gorgeous kitten here. So Aww. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying she's putting herself down a little bit. <laughs> But I do that. It's kind you of do. a thing. Yeah. No, I think it's a writer <laughs> thing because we write. We we're not meant to be in front of the camera. Yep. You look good in front of the camera, so Aww. take that to your credit. Um, Thank you. Now, <laughs> uh, what do you look for in a writer when you're listening to books, or I'd say reading? But what do you look for in a writer before they get in your store, before they get in, on your bookshelf? I don't care uh, what what books are on in in my store. I want everything in my store. Uh, so we have we have everything from the uh, local indie authors who like I've got I've got a uh, a western writer. I've got um, self help. I've got children's stories. I look for absolutely everything. We have um uh. Oh balls! What is it? Spiritualist type things, but it's more. Um, we have everything. We really. <laughs> I, I'm not speaking clearly. I apologize. No, Maybe you're cool. No, I, I was curious. Like before, you pull something off the shelf. Like, yeah. What are you looking oh, you for? Mean, yeah. I always look for fantasy. I am all about fantasy. Nice. Okay. Yes. I like that. I I really I honestly think I have read. Uh, maybe two books in the last year that weren't fantasy and i'm not loving right yeah you tried to branch out and it just didn't work out yeah i've been there exactly exactly yeah like you try just to say like yeah i read a mystery or two (laughs) exactly boo i read a mystery Uh, yeah i trudged (laughs) through that swamp (laughs) exactly (laughs) what are you currently reading right now or listening um, let's see. Hold on. Um, I just started it. I'm not loving it. And honestly, I think it is the narrator. Uh, Ooh. I think, yeah, that, that is a problem. Um, because a, a good narrator can either make or make a book or, you know, a bad narr- narrator mm-hmm. can break a book. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm listening to right now is by Stacy Marie Brown. Uh, it's Badlands. It's book four, and uh, I don't know how many books are in the series. 
Hmm. But uh, it's it's um, let's see, the uh, veil between the worlds uh, has been busted, and uh, so there's been war, etc., between the Fey and the humans, and the Fey. Ah, the human the humans are the humans are not doing good things at this point but yeah you're like me i i always cheer for the um well the elves if the humans are involved you know <laughs> yes yeah they're prettier and they smell nice exactly yeah and they, they i mean the ears are just amazeballs yeah <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first <laughs> <laughs> let's talk exactly. about i want to talk about what you write um when you actually sit down and you know, ink to paper um do you prefer short stories do you write poetry do you just prefer i'm going to write this gosh darn book and rip the <laughs> freaking whole thing out right now yeah well um it it no i don't do poetry i i tried to do poetry in high school and i hated it it's good, just it's good. not my kind of story. Yeah, I'm like I, I, I like to hear that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't say that. See, I I respect people who you know can do it, but I don't enjoy reading it. Right, songwriters. Just, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Put it to music. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I Please. shouldn't say that. Well, I, I I gotta say, I have to say, I did have um in the uh. Uh, anthology that my uh, writers group put together last year that I put together for the writers group um, we had uh, two poems that were extremely short and I really enjoyed those it was like four lines uh, six and another one four and one and it was uh, those were enjoyable I but, a... yeah I'm sorry you, you were asking about um, yeah I'm getting I into your head a little bit trying <laughs> yeah that, that, i'm telling you it's a scary place up there <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh, the way that the way that i do it is uh just a fragment a fragment will come into my head and then i'll like go to wikipedia generally and uh i'll, I'll like look up um, mythological uh items or um just something or other and uh I, I look for a myth that will uh work around this random thing that popped into my head and uh then after that i i look for names and uh once i find the names the story just kind of starts playing and i have to write it down because i'm not a plotter I am very much a pantser, so if I don't write it down as soon as possible, it's gone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, I'm Captain Post-it. Like yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's a very I, good idea. Oh no, it's a terrible idea if you're married, <laughs> uh, or if you have a girlfriend or boyfriend and you leave post-its all around the house, and then you go back because you know where you left them, and when it's not on the refrigerator, else has moved it. it's yeah. gone, and it's gone. Yeah. So if you can write for a director who would make a movie for you, is there a director in mind? Um, basically, anyone who's not the kid who claimed he was going to make a uh, movie out of uh, The Girl in White, one of my books. Oh. So honestly. Oh, you ran it, into that too. Oh, yes. yes there we I go. Did. <laughs> you got story. 
Go. Okay, so um, this kid, uh, his mom read my book, and uh, she's uh, she was from my town, and um, he was uh, basically he was living at home. He was twenty eight years old, and uh, he was like a man child. Oh boy! And uh, mommy asked him to do it, so uh, he went okay, fine, and. Uh, <laughs> He wrote a contract. <laughs> Did he say it like that? Um, kind of, sort of. I but, believe. Yeah. I actually it, believe it, that. It, that was that was the uh, that was the tone of conversation. Okay. That was your like, signed agreement. Yeah. Well, actually, we did a contract. Oh no. Um, but we did a contract that uh, my I asked my husband to look at it. He was like, "I am not getting involved here. I'm not. I'm not getting involved." I was like, "Please, just look at the contract. I don't know what I'm looking for." He's like, "Shannon, they wrote you out." Oh boy. Like, I'm sorry. What? Uh, he's like, "What they did was write it so that uh, anything that uh, any profit they made, uh, I got nothing." Why? So that was not the kid. It was the mom. Uh, that was that was the kid and his dad. I oh, believe. yeah, ew. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a bad situation. They paid me a dollar, but the kid told me that um, uh, it was a symbolic dollar. Oh, good. Uh huh. I'll put yeah. it on my wall with my Star Wars yeah. poster. Thank you. <laughs> I was, uh, I'm I'm still bitter, and it was like five years ago. Oh, I'm feeling it. Yeah, it it's just I don't. I if mommy asks you to do something, hmm. sometimes you do it, and hmm. sometimes you do a good job. This kid actually did write a script. Hmm. He he wrote a script, and yeah, it was it was it was a disaster. I'm gonna make you feel better right now. Um, okay. <laughs> Ninety-seven. Let's see. At that point, I was thirty-seven years old. I was okay. approached by a published author, and okay. um, I had I have I, I know how to write a script, a shooting script. I can write any script you want. And unfortunately, this woman got wind of that and uh, said, "Hey, if you uh, and it, the book was actually decent. I'm not okay. gonna say names or anything like that." And um, I enjoyed the book, and she's like, if we do this together, you'll get whatever credit, blah, blah, blah. So I spent <laughs> a year of my life writing the shooting script and the script for, I'm, we're talking everything. I, I know how to do camera angles, whatever. Oh. Wasted a year of my life, and I wrote a better script than her book. And I know that now. <laughs> I actually know that now. And I could say that now, and I haven't talked yeah. about this yet um, on my show. But at this point, okay. let it be a learning process to folks like well, that are listening. Okay. Um, I wrote, the, it, again, a year of my life, 200 pages of script, maybe more. Um, turned out better than her book. And... She went nowhere. There was no contract. There was nothing. And uh, we both lost our jobs where we worked together. We never saw each other again. Nothing got signed off. But the point is I wasted all that time. And I don't think she ever for one ounce of a moment considered me. Uh, she just wanted a script, you know. And I could tell after the fact that she did not care about what I did. Just get it done. 
and yeah there was so i learned really early on um get that contract signed before yeah. you, you waste uh, granted i was working that whole year but i wasted yeah, yeah. a year of my private time where i should be working on my own stuff Ugh. learning process learning process Dude. we all yeah, do yeah. it we all do it um so you're not a short story person i am a short story person do you sometimes. have any collections yes okay um, I've got, uh, let's see, uh, for the Madison Meyer Mystery Series, um, I've got, I think there's two, three, I think there's nine or ten uh, short stories, um, which are the stories of the side characters. Um, and uh, let's see, I've got, uh, well, I mean, the, the Through the Mist series is short stories, but they're long short stories. Okay. Yeah, it's one of those deals like I understand like you're not done yet and like you, yeah. you, this could continue to something yeah. else and that yeah that that worked yeah. for me. It did work for me. Uh exactly. I yeah, write your short stories. And kids, if you write have um legions of short stories cuz you never know when that's going to come into play. Have something ready and always have a script ready, right? Ah, I'm looking yes. at you right now. Have something ready. Because yes. when you meet somebody, you meet the right person. Like, yeah. you, you ever do anything? Oh, here you go. And you <laughs> send them that drop box and go crazy, go nuts. Um, so let me ask you this. All right. So Game of Thrones, Creep Game Show, Thrones. Game of Thrones, Creep Show, The Crown. All three directors want an angle and a story arc. Which one do you take? Game of Thrones, Creep Show, or The Crown? See, I never watched. Uh, I never watched uh, Creep Show. I feel like a Wait, game show. I'm sorry. I, I, I became a game show host just now. Okay. <laughs> um. Let's see. Probably. I think I'd have to go with Game of Thrones, but that would be that would be dependent on which book it was, hmm. because uh, my first uh, my first publication was. Um, uh, epic fantasy so it was swords and sorcery which i think the game of thrones guy would probably mm-hmm. guy yeah guy yeah yeah um, yeah i i think he would i think he would dig that but for um the mattis meyer mystery series i would totally go with uh the the middle one just because of the name oh, okay <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna tempt you and our listeners okay. right now to go back and listen to the last episode 274 with um allison lock stark or i'm sorry allison star lock it's not my <laughs> fault she kept changing her name during the, I'm, I'm joking um she didn't want like you she didn't want to use her uh maiden name which i'm sorry her married name which is a okay, fourth yeah. name um yeah. which i can't but yeah go back and listen to the last episode uh, about the apology uh, again, I was listening to that last female night, director. How she's phenomenal, Janine, Janine Garofalo, Anna Gunn. Uh, strong, powerful female performance by a powerful female director. And we talked about how it would be different if it, there was a male in charge. Yeah. yeah. How did you feel about that? I absolutely agree. See, I, I, uh, I haven't, I haven't watched that uh, movie yet. You um, should because, yeah, I totally. As soon as I was listening, I was like, oh, I want to watch that so bad. But um, unfortunately, uh, my husband has gotten rid of a lot of our streaming services, <laughs> and I think <laughs> I understand yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, come on, man. But um, 
Uh, I uh, I don't think we have that one, so I'm going to find a way to uh, watch it. I, I don't think, care how. I I, 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 I still don't know. <laughs> it might be uh, mainstream now. I'm not sure. It was it was Shutter for me. At this okay. point, Prime might be two ninety nine, but it's so worth okay. a five ninety nine rental. It, oh, it, it it is so good if you like Hitchcock, and yeah. if, I grew up on Hitchcock. I can't say I yeah. like it, but it <laughs> definitely uh, molded me as a yeah. writer. It helped, you know. Yep. And she Agreed. does this thing uh, that you don't see too often. Um, now, see, actually, her. If I if I was choosing a director, I would choose her just because of that interview. Exactly. Uh, for the Madison Meyer mystery series. That's the point I was trying to make. That yes. and you need uh, and you need my friend Valerie Sofranco, who did all the. Uh, I, we interviewed her too. She did okay. the effects on Enemy Mine, Gremlins, to name a few, oh. and Return of the Jedi. And she is a very strong female that is retired, but for the right price. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, Valerie, if you're listening, I'm just saying. <laughs> Um, but um, I have no money, so could I pay her in coffee? I think I will totally. I will totally do that. I'm not going to say no, um, <laughs> but uh, we'll wait till she's in this room here again. But uh, yeah, <laughs> Allison said the same thing. They had no budget for this film, but yeah. that's what it comes down to. Me and you, the writing, yeah. the story. Can the, of course the acting? They have to. These three players acted out. Where, you know, you're looking for that right person to act out what you wrote. Yeah. It doesn't always happen. Allison said Christmas came early, and that's exactly what happened. It doesn't always happen. Um, I want to ask you this. How do writers benefit from, like, uh, well, let's say writers. Do they benefit from going to your store? Uh, do they benefit from putting your book, their books in your store? Does it excite them? Is there... Um, it depends on the writer. As a general rule, um, the uh, the more an author has been around, the more they've published, the uh, the more jaded we get, I suppose. Boom. So yes. uh, we're like, yeah, oh, I would love to have my books in your shop. This is great. But I understand that nothing's going to sell. Been and there. that's actually a lot. Uh, it's a lot better of a place than the people who uh, get super excited and they're they're going uh, they're calling me uh, three times a week to say, has anything sold yet? Oh, has anything geez. sold yet? I feel very sorry for that. Yet? Yeah. Yeah. I expect nothing. <laughs> and, you know, when you expect nothing. It's hard to be disappointed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Do you do conventions? See, we're working on that. You should. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I wanted to do the uh, the Steel City uh, uh, one. Steel in City, yes. Yeah, I yeah. I highly recommend that one. See, I want to so so much, but I can't find a freaking application. Oh, and it's driving me crazy. Really, and I'm getting angry. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, I'll take care of that part. Okay. Uh, remind me at the end of this conversation. Okay. I'll um, do my best. Yeah, yeah. That that much I can do. Uh, I, I, I'm not. Thank you. I, I'm not allowed back, but the, that's a whole other thing. But you'll you'll be oh, fine. Oh no! Are you serious? I, I, I don't want to get into that. Um, I'm curious though. Which is your favorite work that you've done? Um, I think probably Fire and Chains. Can uh, you it's explain that I, one. All right. It's um. It goes back and forth in time. You go from, um, uh, it starts out with a 14-year-old girl. Uh, she's, you know, uh, it's 
her remembering something that happened in the past. Then uh, the next chapter, uh, you have a different character where um, he is uh, being asked to help and find this woman uh, in the present time because she uh, has gone missing. Hmm. And uh, so you go back and forth in time and you actually find out the reason for why she was taken uh, in the past. And um, in my opinion, in my opinion, and one other person told me this too, so it might not just be me, but I think it's the best book I ever wrote. I love it. Um, Yay! Okay, before we go to commercial, and we're going to do one more song, we, we definitely have to, well, tell people where to find that particular book, because I know people already that will line up to read it. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. real quick, tell them before we go to commercial here. Uh, Amazon, or you can come to my bookshop. And your bookshop would be? Uh, Genres Bookshop at the YWCA in Westfield, New York. And how do they find you if you want them to? <laughs> I know about um, that. I'm too. usually at the bookshop. So, yeah. <laughs> so she'll but, sign but, it for you, kids. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, hey, yeah. <laughs> all right, we're going to listen to Bad Luck Friday, and Banshee is the tune. Uh, you could check out the video. Um, kind of just old school rock and roll i kind of like this tune a lot and we're gonna get right back with shannon reber and we're not gonna say her <laughs> we'll be right back folks
Hi, I'm Brody Knight from Sprockets, and you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. I'm not afraid of the dark, but you should be. There are things that dwell here in the dark. Things best left unseen. With the initial smoke clear from the fall of tomorrow, the blood now flows even thicker with dwelling in the dark. Eleven stories. All bits of the same mysterious puzzle. Fitting together with horrific parallels to its predecessor. Get ready for new, truly terrifying tales set in the broken world from the fall of tomorrow. Take a closer look at what's now dwelling in the dark. If you dare. Available on Amazon in traditional print and ebook. Get your copy today. Visit www.fairlydarkproductions.com for more info on the author and his work. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Right, folks, friends, and fiends, back here with Shannon Reber, writer, and I mean, she's holding the flag for all you writers out there right now, into indie artists especially. She'll put you on her shelf. Um, yes, I will. And all, yes, she will. And all <laughs> the best conversations happen off the air, which is a joke between me and my co-host, and it always <laughs> happens. But I, I have to ask you personally, what yes. drastic change happened? When you completed your first book, was there something in you? Did you gain confidence or you're like, I got to move on to the next one? Something of both, but it, it's not exactly confidence. It's more, um, it, it is, it is an obsession. And, uh, yeah, so, um, it, there, there is confidence in having a book out there, but there's also the, like, desperate desire for people to buy it and uh then the confidence wanes when you know you don't you don't have the the um publicity i suppose uh attention um yeah 
yeah, that's a good yeah. Yeah, it's like what what's the book worth if it's not read? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it, it it's still it's still to be able to tell people that I have more than seventy books out there is kind of awesome and uh everybody's always shocked by that but uh very few people after hearing that will go over and look at my stuff and be like i want to read this i want to read this i want to read this it's mostly uh they just go oh how nice and then they go on about their lives um yes um Um, yeah, very common among indie artists. Uh, yeah. uh, I can't, like, this has happened so many times on this show, uh, 15 years. Um, musicians come on and say, the people that will um, support you the, the least are the ones you expect the most from. Um, yes. Friends and family. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh. Oh. We'll so be there. No, they're not going to be there. We're exactly. going to buy it. No, they don't buy it. Oh, exactly. you're gonna, you're going to be in West Virginia. Oh, we're all going there. No, they're not going to be there. No. No. no they're no. never there. I've had <laughs> more support from strangers. Yes. Absolute exactly. strangers. Yep. And um, yes. And uh, that's how we met. Kind of. Life is hard, but finding a really great podcast makes the days go by so much easier. Hi, my name is Blue Toulousma. I'm a writer, an emotional intelligence coach, and the host of Humanize with Blue Toulousma, a podcast where we believe that when you humanize everyone in the room, a great conversation is almost guaranteed. Join us every week here on Electricast as me and my guest co-hosts unpack big topics and interview even bigger personalities with a sense of humor and a dash of mischief. If you're looking for a new best friend in your head, we've got you covered. Kind of. It's a support group. (laughs) It's a support group, folks. It is. It really really is. is. (laughs) So it has changed you getting published. You got your, I don't want to say bitter, but you're kind of like, well, you know, I got to get better. It is a jaded thing. Yeah. You you become jaded. You you stop uh, looking at it and going, this is going to be big. You look at it and go. (laughs) <laughs> right, and yet it's your soul that you put on a platter. Exactly. And you know, and some but, people, some people want the platter. Some people spit on the platter. Correct. But <laughs> Shannon, I'm here to tell you too, though the one person that appreciates it turns it all around. Exactly. Exactly. That one person, yep. and it it does happen now and then, and then it be, yeah. then a short a short story becomes a book, a comic book becomes a novel. But uh-huh, it takes that exactly. little, you know, punch in the in the ass, if you will. <laughs> it does take that um, to realize that you're better than that. And honestly, you deal with a lot of envy and jealousy and weirdness that um, artists deal with. Yeah. From the startup, not yeah. when they break, because then they want to be your friend. Of course, right? of course. Yeah, but support is really important in the beginning. Uh, did yep. you get that from family? In the beginning? I, uh, never from very many of them. My dad. My dad used to read uh, pretty much all my stuff. But I have so many books and he has little time. So, you know, he he's not... it. He hasn't read all of my books. Uh, but he has read probably maybe 20 or so of them. That's a lot. So, um. it is. It is a lot. <laughs> so, um... 
but he did. And he did, yeah. That's... And he does say that he enjoys them. But he's my dad. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he really enjoyed them. <laughs> one of the worst critiques I ever got was in uh, 95, my first book that no one will ever will ever read. Uh, six people did. Um, I had a cousin. I had. I have a cousin out you in have L.A. A cousin, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> L.A. He's a big time lawyer in L.A. He's you know. He's, okay. And uh, I, I sent it to him, and he's like like this is good all right and i was like yeah my my wife really liked it and he goes yeah well she has to (laughs) (laughs) it was the worst compliment you could ever get and yeah um, really it made me write more in uh different ways you want to you want to prove them wrong yes yeah bad reviews bad reviews are actually better for uh well, for me, anyways, they're better than good reviews because good reviews, I'm always afraid it's the pity thing. Hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I've gotten used to the pity thing and it's really annoying. Uh, but uh, it's, it's fantastic when people don't know that you're blind and uh, they look at your stuff and they go, oh my gosh, this is a fantastic story. I love this. And uh, then you get the ones who go, this sucks. And you go, well, let's see if I can uh, do better on the next one. Right. Or, hey, pick up the pen. Go for Mm. it. Write your own darn work. Yeah. You want to make it better? (laughs) Yeah. Let's see what you can do. Um, Exactly. Have your taste, like in film, prose, and music, like changed since you know that you are now capable of writing everything that's out there right now <laughs> and you are um uh, yeah yeah well, I yeah think so. <laughs> well have your taste change yeah actually i i have uh, i'm not exactly more critical i'm actually more understanding so when i when i uh hear a, a script that i'm like oh oh i think that could have been better i'm less judgmental about the writing process because i understand sometimes you know especially with the script it has to go through a team doesn't it i Uh mean it's not just one person yeah which is ridiculous yeah yeah totally i mean the fact that conan o'brien is brilliant and he had a uh i don't think he does now but he had a staff of writers he doesn't need it right (laughs) if you listen to coco radio uh he's (laughs) he's on the fly awesome he yeah. will make you laugh every second all exactly. right and i i, I While again also rolling your eyes <laughs> yeah right yes 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 very much very much but yes <laughs> shannon you're killing me right now um i feel like you're getting in my head right now um i do that sometimes yeah, yeah you're with certain uh, people you're pretty good pretty <laughs> good um <laughs> so now I'm going to get in your head again. Have you ever written something that you were like, we'll say, ashamed to write, but you wrote it anyway, and it gave you anxiety? Yes. All right, go. Come on, please. You don't have to I say can't. the book. Okay, I won't. Um, I might have actually written some erotica under a different name. Good for you. <laughs> She's chuckling. I am so not an erotica person, but um, I I I was thinking about that. I was like, if I ever die, and you know, 
my husband doesn't even know that I did it. I'm telling uh, you, I'm, I have He might after this. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think he's going to listen. This is so not his cup of tea. Okie doke. <laughs> That's trust. Um, no, but no, yeah, I, I it, get it. I get it. Yeah. But it's it's under a different name. Nobody who knows me, uh, I think... I think I have two friends who know about it, and uh, neither of them would probably even remember uh, the the author name that I used. But you know, it's just uh, I I am like horrified of the idea of my family knowing that I wrote erotica. Don't be. <laughs> no, no, no. That's awesome. No, you got it out. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did it in 95. I was still like uh, in my 20s and I, yeah. I wrote not erotica, but I incorporated it into the story where it worked. Ooh, oh, okay. absolutely. But um, I, I maybe you're on the same page. I, I always <laughs> thought that if this is funny and me and you could probably write the best porn ever made <laughs> because nobody can write fucking porn. Like, it's not sexy. It sucks. It's like, can you not be, can you get in somebody's head and understand what they're looking at right now? We could be millionaires. (laughs) Most definitely. But the the thing that, the thing that I find the most amusing is that I am the least romantic person in the history of the world. Well, that, you shouldn't promote that. (laughs) What are you doing? I I find it hilarious that, you know, uh, every once in a while people are like, uh, do you write romance? Like, no. No. No, I really don't. There there might be a little bit of romance in, in the story. I'm sorry, but, but your face just no. then took the cake. Like, no. I don't. That was funny. Exactly. That was funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for you, though. No, no, that's strong. So, all right. So you did write something. You, you Don't be ashamed of it, but... um. <laughs> You're ashamed if somebody read it. <laughs> yes. Yes, okay. exactly. Exactly. I, but see, uh, it was, I think I have three uh, short stories under that name. And uh, I, I, I feel good that I did them because I like got that crap out of my system. <laughs> but um, like if anybody, if anybody read those i would be mortified okay so you're gonna send me all three right no (laughs) (laughs) let's just say no (laughs) i get it uh no no we all do things um when i first started writing i said i would never uh well on a serious note i would never write about rape i would never kill a dog in my first book i did fucking both like i I didn't want to it just like how the story rolled yes yes you know yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so I'm not, yeah, not innocent myself. Um, I understand, yeah. So is there Wait, a... See, uh-huh. Go, no, 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 you go. Well, the, the, the killing a dog thing. As a general rule, when an animal dies in a book, I'm done. I like, it. I will not do it. I, I just can't handle it. But you yeah. kill a person, I'm like, woohoo! Ah, yeah, I'm okay with that. Go the next one. <laughs> right, right. But... I mean, like, uh, I I have done it, too. And, like, I I have these moments where I'm like, no, no, I'm sorry. Th- I don't care how, how this uh, brings the plot forward. I will not kill that dog. And then, like, oh, shit, he just kicked the dog. Go, oh, come on. <laughs> oh, but he didn't kill him, so it's okay. 
You're one up on me. <laughs> Sister, you're one up on me. I screwed that one up. I tried so hard not to. Yeah. But it, it, it does happen if yeah. if it's, oh, God, if it's real, you're trying to make it. Anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Um, what writer, well, in your library, surprised library. you the most? Uh, your library that you have, whether your own or in the store, what writer surprised you the most? I there's this uh, there's this guy uh, he uh, he and his wife um, run an art gallery uh, in my town and uh, he was an English teacher like uh, most of his life I guess um, well uh, he wrote a western and I didn't want to read it because one western isn't my thing and two neither is he <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't tell. um it was the best book it was the best book that i think uh has come out of this town really yeah it was so good really great story and then he's talking about it and i'm like okay yeah i'm done again <laughs> this, so he, this he, guy he's just he's just an, he's an old guy and he has old guy uh thought processes okay and uh so like he's he's talking about how uh he uh women don't want to read his book and women uh women didn't like the fact that uh this character died and women like dude reader who cares if it's a girl or a guy <laughs> you've got a reader some people like it. Some people don't. It's not because it's a woman and women are so different than guys. Oh, God, it's yeah. because, you know, it, I mean, yeah, it, it just it bothered me. Well, but, you know what he's bothered by? We have to, as men, check ourselves now. And um, yeah. like the last interview, I said a few things that were not. Um, I said something like, well, women didn't have a say, meaning they didn't yeah. have a um, uh uh, an opportunity, uh, opportunity to say, but yeah. people will take that and twist it. Um, so he's worried that about. That drives me crazy. Yeah, well, we're losing that. We're losing that uh, transparency in writing. Yep. Yeah, because people are checking themselves. I'd rather just, yeah. like you said, go go crazy, go nuts. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Wait, public service announcement. I saw this today. I want to help people right now and help you too. What? What? Um, what? Apparently, lithium-ion batteries are blowing up. So I want real quick right now. I know you use them. So don't overcharge your batteries. Don't keep your phone plugged in overnight. And make sure your phone has a UL or an inter Intertech-approved battery. And if you see smoke, they say you should run. That's and that's all I got good, for the that's yeah good news. <laughs> yeah real, really important to help you with your lithium ion battery situation. Um, it's all over the news right now, but yeah, I, I've always known don't keep no. yeah yeah well don't keep your shit plugged in is basically what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah. All right, so back to basics. I did my public service announcement to help. Well done, sir. Well try, done. I'm trying so hard to help people. Um, <laughs> how do you get in the mood to write? Um, I wake up. Wow. Yeah, I'm always in the mood to write. If, if I have a cup of coffee, I, it's like a yeah. double shot of uh, inspiration. 
Double shot um, of my baby. Yeah, right there, man. That. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. But, I mean, seriously, there there is not a time that I'm not either thinking about writing or wishing my laptop was in front of me. Or, um, like, right now, I'm thinking about uh, the scene that I'm going to be writing as soon as we're done here. Uh, I have to get to the shop. Too, oh, my so. God. You're Right now, I, I, I see the smoke coming out of your ears <laughs> right now, so I'm going to let and you go. my phone is not plugged in, so you know it's real smoke. Non-stop brain. <laughs> non-stop brain. I love it. Um, all right. So uh, which of your books would you best recommend to our listeners right now? In the Pittsburgh area, the Madison Meyer Mystery Series. Book one is uh, a girl, The Girl in White. Uh, it's a murder mystery wrapped around a ghost story, and it takes place in Pittsburgh. I, I did fairly well at uh, making it appear to be Pittsburgh. I, I think I did, anyways. <laughs> well, next time you're in Pittsburgh, you better look me up. Uh, well, d- duh. If I go to the Steel City thingamabopper, I'm... I'm I'm totally coming over. <laughs> I'll find you. I'll find you. I'll find you. All right. So in ending here, we got Shannon Reber. Won't say her last name. <laughs> Getting a lot that of That was my last name for the first 20 years of my life. So I we're all good. totally get it. So horror movies. Can you name three? I can name three, yes. Um, I, I Probably my favorite is um, uh, Cabin in the Woods. It had Chris Hemsworth in it, mm-hmm. which might have been the reason that I loved it so yeah, much. Yeah, I know. Everybody loves Shut him up. in that <laughs> Chatham, Tatum, Petum, Petum guy. Magic Mike has a new movie out. I'm not going to go see it. Neither am I. Eh, not a big there's fan. Nothing, there's nothing horror or fantasy about it, so no. <laughs> well, a lot of fantasy. That is true. That is true. Wrong kind of fantasy. <laughs> but I did like Saw. I did like Saw a lot. Interesting. Um, But, uh, yeah, I... I, I'm not affected by gore because, yeah. you know, I, I just don't care. I can't really see it anyway, so who gives a crap? <laughs> oh, so you but, have to watch The Apology. You're going to love it. I totally want to, yes. It's your kind um, of film. But, it's your kind of movie. Yes. Yes. I, I was so excited. As soon as I was listening, I was like, oh, I have to find that. And then reach out to Allison. She will, will so support you. Yay! I'm telling you. Hold on, hold on. There was there was one more, and it's totally gone from my stupid head right now. Because I on. did that. Um, Crap. Jaws. Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> no. Oh, I See, love I Jaws. Thought Jaws was, I thought Jaws was boring. Well, but that's your gen. Time since that, I, saw it. I think you're what you're like. 15 years younger than me it was a real thing in red bank new jersey yeah you're all right 10 years younger than me but jaws was like a real thing back then and uh red bank new jersey uh 12 days of terror real book and a shark did maim five people kill four so spielberg took that and ran with it so but yeah i didn't know that yeah okay yeah it's a real that makes it more interesting now absolutely oh well uh-huh. i won't get into that so much you sold me one more film uh hold on it was i was just thinking about this this morning because i remembered the questions um last time i cut you off last time when you were telling me your favorite movies <laughs> yeah I, yeah i totally blame you yes you should um... you should <laughs> everyone does i don't though it's fun because uh, my my brain is my brain is stupid uh <laughs> Yeah, your writing brain. My writing brain has the uh, has the word process. Well, let's see. Wait, let's see if I can peek that. Um, we'll go into three favorite bands. 
Evanescence is was my uh, number one for a very long time. Helps you write? Um, I can't. Uh, I'm usually writing when I'm at the shop, so it has to be like uh, milder music. And it's not like she's not mild, but no, she's it, kind of a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah, I well, did not know it. So is the Seether guy that she writes about. <laughs> They're both I bitches. I love him. I love Seether. I Seether's... like a. I like a few songs. <laughs> I'm not gonna oh, say. Oh, okay, okay. Gasoline is a great song. I don't disagree with you on that. And I'm also waiting for my Pantera tickets, if anybody's <laughs> listening. And yeah, I'm into very aggressive music. All right, so go on. Evanescence. Um, we we got two movies and one band so far. Uh, Lindsay Sterling is what I usually listen to uh, at the shop. Okay. So, yeah, it's uh, just because it's uh, not Chill. offensive. Chill. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But Flyleaf. Flyleaf is one of my ultimate favorites. Interesting. Not chill. Very aggressive. Not chill. I Still saw not them. Chill. I saw them when with the the original lead singer. You did? Yes, I did. I'm uh, so jealous. Family values, dude. They were there and uh, the, the um Duran Gray was the opening act, the Japanese metal band that is like yeah. the corn of Japan. Were on oh. they were on before Flyleaf. So they That's destroyed cool. the stage. Uh I love Duran Gray. <laughs> They're amazing. Kids, watch Dur D I R N E N Gray videos. Their videos are they are the Metallica of Japan. When I say that, their videos also have the production of Metallica. Amazing stuff. Anyway, so Flyleaf comes after them and she is just belting her lungs out. They kicked ass. They kicked yeah. ass. Now from what I understand, she's gone. There's a new lead singer, but is she back? I don't know. I uh. never know information about bands all yeah. i know is what i like and what i don't like anyway that's <laughs> so we got wait we got one and one one movie one more band mm, no you killed the band sometimes i like halsey sometimes i like halsey okay oh, sometimes that's not terrible um yeah, it's not <laughs> so movie though we need one more horror movie or yeah i go always you jump I, I used to I used to uh, be terrified of horror movies like my my brain couldn't handle uh, my imagination uh, just takes control and uh, I I don't forget um, so like as of right now I'm seeing the uh, scene from The Exorcist when uh, the mm. chick is you know vomiting pea soup mm -hmm. um, I'm I'm watching that in my head as I'm speaking. But when I started watching Supernatural, the hmm. TV show, sure, um, I watched that religiously, mm -hmm. and I'm not afraid of anything anymore. So, hmm. um, oh, The Ring—that's what it was. The, the Ring. Ring was my is, hmm. The Ring is my ultimate favorite horror movie. Have you seen The Ring Virus, the Korean no. prequel? No. It's good. Is it good? Yes. Watch Ring Virus. It's the prequel to the Japanese Ringu. Um, okay. Yes, highly recommend that. Um, if you are into your, your apparently exorcist, I always tell people watch the entity. Entity. The Ooh. entity. True story. Oh, dude. Oh, that's freaking creepy. Scariest book. These people are sick of hearing this. Scariest <laughs> book I've ever read in my life is the entity. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, Barbara Hershey is in the movie. Ha. Okay. <sighs> 
And that poor woman that it's about, uh, she lived a very long life after okay. that. And yeah, watch the entity and um Hmm. Okay. Don't say I, I sent you. Don't say I okay. sent you. <laughs> yeah. It will change oh. your world as far as uh paranormal. Yeah, yeah. But That's... it's it's like eighty two, I think. But it's oh, based wow. on a true story. Okay, okay. Yeah, the entity. Barbara Hershey, check it out. Kids. I will. I will. <laughs> and this is where I tell you, lovely, where can people find you? Where do you want them to find you? And um, what do you want them to find? Um, you can always find me on Amazon. But you can find my books on Amazon. But it, my books are me. So, <laughs> um, I, uh, I'm almost always at my bookshop uh, between 12 and 6 anyways. Um, so, Genre's Bookshop, YWCA in Westfield, New York. Um, you can find me on TikTok. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me sometimes on Instagram, but I'm not really an Instagram person. And your name on all of the above? Um, <laughs> see, something that's the problem. Uh, here, I'll, I'll, I'll fill in right now. If you okay. want us, dudes, it's kettle.whistle.radio on Instagram. Uh, Facebook, eh, you know, that's me. And uh, David J. Fairhead. And if you like Kettle Whistle Radio, go on Facebook. Please give us a like. It would be so astonishing if you did. And keep Zuckerberg from uh, closing my account. <laughs> he hates me. Yeah. So, okay, so uh, TikTok is uh, Author Reber 1. Author, A-U-T-H-O-R, Reber, R-E-B-E-R, the number one. And for submissions, do you have something, or are you? It's up to you. Nah, not really. I, if uh, if I like you, I'll uh, I'll find space for you. <laughs> she found space for me, kids. <laughs> I did, but you haven't sent me your books yet. I know, I'm a, I know, I'm I, I'm stupid like that. It's okay. coming. All right. It's coming. It's coming. Shannon, you're gorgeous, and thank you so much. So and are your you. personality is so just. Uh, weird no 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 <laughs> intoxicating i love it and uh, you're thanks. inspiring to folks out there and i can't believe i didn't send you books i'm so stupid all right okay i'll forgive you so long as i get them soon i'll send them tomorrow <laughs> okay that works all right folks <laughs> friends and fiends at fairly dark on twitter if elon musk leaves me alone otherwise yeah right <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening and in closing, uh, P Peter Noble Productions presents Joanne Shaw Taylor. And thank you so much.
subculture. Music. Horror. Sex. Politics. Art. And overall bad This is Society 13. Redefining Podcasting. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric Acid. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonise your mind, body and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Electric Acid.